0: Bible prophesied of a unique time on earth. Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. Anyway, it's uh, 25 February 2018, it's Sunday, it's time for the prophecy update of the week. And let's see here, an announcement. I will be finishing posting 1 Timothy on Monday. That means tomorrow we'll be done with the book of 1 Timothy. It's taken us about three plus months to get through it, one verse at a time, with a commentary. And that means that on Tuesday morning, we're going to be starting the book of 2 Timothy. And as I say, each time we start a new book, if you want to actually learn your Bible instead of just watching Prophecy Updates, you can join us at thesuperiorword.org. And I post them each day, and I also post them on Facebook. If you contact me, I can give you the Facebook link. But that'll take us 83 days to get through to Timothy. And I would hope that everybody would read it. I give a full commentary, and then I give a life application, and then I give a prayer at the end. And so please, don't just watch Prophecy Updates. Learn your Bible. Let's see here. I have a bandana on. I actually had a different bandana on when I got here this morning. And some people came from Minnesota, and they handed me a bandana, and they said, we're from this horribly liberal state, and we want you to have the American flag colors on your head. So I took off the other one, and I put this one on. And so uh, we have visitors today from two different parts of the U.S. We have Dave and Sue Jacobs from Rochester, Minnesota. And we welcome you here. And then we have Joe and Barb Balachino from Sanford, North Carolina. And they're down here visiting as well. So we welcome both of you, and we hope you have a really good time while you're here. I know that you guys are leaving soon. But if you come back again next time, do what I said, Okay. And let's see here. What else do we have here? Well, we'll get into the update. Israel is our first category. It's going to be probably a little longer than normal. I've got seven pages instead of six, but that's okay. From the Times of Israel, most people have heard several of these. If you follow prophecy uh, channels or prophecy uh, websites or anything, I'm going to repeat them for the people that don't. In find of biblical proportions, Prophet Isaiah's seal claimed to be unearthed. It was found only 10 feet away from where, in 2015, Mazar's team discovered an important intact bula with the inscription of King Hezekiah of Judah. So uh, Isaiah refers to Hezekiah in his writings. And we have right there within 10 feet of Hezekiah's seal, we have Isaiah's seal. Now, it is broken off, and they cannot 100% definitively uh, confirm that it is his seal because of that. Where it's broken off, it could say the prophet Isaiah. It may just say Isaiah or somebody else very close to that. But it, it is certainly Isaiah's seal. There's no doubt. It was found in the same area as Hezekiah's seal. And so we have another confirmation of Scripture there. From the Times of Israel, uh, everybody knows this. If you don't, you've been sleeping, but I'm going to say it anyway. U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem to open in May. In time for Israel's 70th anniversary, cutting could take place on May 14th, the Day of Independence Declaration, which would be on our calendar. Okay, that would be really wonderful. I saw an article this morning that Netanyahu is going to, who's going to be in the States, Visiting uh, Trump very soon is going to officially invite Trump to be there for the ribbon-cutting ceremony. I cannot see our president turning that down. But um, if I, if nothing else happens this week, I'll read that article next week. But it just came out this morning, and uh, wonderful stuff there. And then from the Times of Israel, Trump says countries begged him, begged him to nix the Israeli embassy relocation. They said, do not Do it, and he did it anyway. We have a man that keeps his word. He said he was going to do this. Prophecy is being fulfilled before our eyes, including having a president that is supporting Israel. It's all going to fit into whatever happens in the end times. Uh, From Breaking Israel News, an untrustworthy site, to say the least, um, one thing about BIN, it should be in the bin, but um, they, um, they have at the bottom, just so you know, they have this is a, a Jewish site and we don't want uh, Christians uh, evangelizing on this site in their comments and all this kind of stuff. So they are there simply to get Christians to donate to them and their cause. They came out with this article, Sanhedrin mints a silver half shekel with images of Trump and Cyrus. That is untrue. Just so you know, they are trying to get Christians to support them by giving them money. And they say, we're doing this and we're doing that. So when you read something online, don't just believe it because it's online. I'll have a point about that a little bit later in the... uh Prophecy update, but um, they uh, they were saying that a coin was going to be uh, uh, printed with Trump and, uh, what's his name, um, Cyrus, the uh, Persian king who authorized the return of the uh, uh, Israelites back to Jerusalem after their captivity. But that's not true. Just so you know, don't believe everything you hear. Check it out, and we'll go on. Jerusalem Post, loophole-laden bill to cut Fakistinian Authority funds over terrorist salaries is approved. I brought it up last week. It was approved in one of the cabinets, a defense ministry proposal to combat the Fakistinian Authority's policy of paying terrorists and their families that was criticized by MK's for being too weak was approved by the Ministerial Committee for legislation. The proposed legislation would have the Security Cabinet decide each month whether to dock the amount paid to terrorists from tax and tariffs that Israel collects for the authority. They should just approve this saying it's going to be docked but they've given people the chance to say we're not going to do it. Bad, bad policy. Cutting funds is the default option but The bill would also give the Security Cabinet the options of freezing funds and paying later or not deducting any funds for special reasons of national security and international relations. When you do that, you go and undo the bill that you've done. You don't need to worry about having a weak bill. But the amount deducted will go into a fund for families of victims of terrorism. Good job. Okay, Times of Israel. Fake Estonian Authority slams Israeli bill to withhold money it uses to pay Prisoners, Condemning the bill as an act of piracy, they're killing Jews and they are now saying we're going to take that money that you are paying these terrorists with and we're going to give it to the victims, they say it's piracy. Fakistanian government said it would continue to support the prisoners and the families of martyrs. From the Times of Israel, Polish, everything going on with Poland right now, if you haven't been paying attention, they're having a lot of trouble with Israel right now. I'm just going to read you six titles. Polish Prime Minister visits the grave of Nazi collaborators, drawing fresh ire. From Jerusalem Post, Polish Prime Minister, there were Jewish perpetrators of the Holocaust. From Yahoo, Netanyahu slams outrageous Holocaust remark by the Polish Prime Minister. Yahoo, Polish Jews are stunned, scared by the eruption of anti Semitism. From the Jerusalem Post. In an open letter, Polish Jews say they don't feel safe in Poland. Mm -hmm. Sounds like one more reason for them to be making Aliyah back to Israel. The Lord says he was going to do it, and he's found a multitude of ways of getting these people to go back to the land, which he has given to them once again. And this sounds like one of the ways the Polish Jews are going to be leaving probably soon. Uh, Jerusalem Post. Trump, Netanyahu to meet at White House on 5 March. I mentioned that a minute ago. The president has a great relationship with prime minister and looks forward to meeting with him, a White House official said. The meeting will be the fifth, the fifth between Trump and Netanyahu since Trump took office in 2017. I love where we are going in this nation. I, I, at least with our president, not in all the other bad ways that we're going, but just go onto Facebook and you'll be depressed again. But yeah. anyway, um, and from our Shiva successful test for Aero 3 system. Great <laughs> stuff, Israel's doing. You know, we've got our anti-ballistic missile system, which has failed several times, and it did again a week ago. There's a succeeding. The HOMA admin of the Israeli Defense Ministry, together with U.S. Missile Defense Agency, conducted a successful flight test of the Aero 3 system which intercepts ballistic missiles outside the atmosphere. The test was conducted in central Israel, led by the Israel Aerospace Industries, and with the participation of the Israel Air Force. The Aero-3 Interceptor was launched and successfully carried out its mission. The aero system is a central component of the multi-layered defense system developed by the Ministry of Defense through the Mafat-Homa Admin. Good stuff there. They've lit it off at night. And my question is, how do these things see the other missiles that are coming in at nighttime? I just how do they do it. Oh, it must be magic or something. I'm kidding, of course. I'm about them. Um, <coughs> Jerusalem Post: 15 billion dollars worth of Israeli natural gas to be sold to Egypt. Oh, yes. Gas operators Delic Drilling and Noble Energy announced that it has signed agreements with the Egyptian company Dolphin Energy worth an estimated $15 billion. Delic and Noble will supply Egypt with 7 billion cubic meters of gas annually. Half of the gas will come from the Tamar Reservoir, already up and running, and half will come from Leviathan, currently under development, with plans to begin operations next year to transfer the gas the companies are looking at various pipelines including the East Mediterranean Gas Pipeline which runs parallel to the Gazan shore and the pan-Arabian pipeline via Jordan Delek and Noble plan on negotiating with EMG for use of that pipeline some 64 billion cubic meters of gas in total could be exported 15 billion dollars in Israel's pockets once again good job from the algemainer just the title members of Congress Urge immediate passage by Senate of legislation targeting Fakistinian authority terrorism payments. This was passed two years ago by the House. It did pass in the Senate in their committee. They have never brought it forward. The Senate is needs to be contacted. You need to tell your, your senator that they are to take this up and not to be weak. It is the bill. Remember we had, um, uh, what is it, uh, the guy's name, uh, Taft, Anyway, don't remember his name right offhand, but he's the guy, that was, U.S. citizen, that was over there, and he got killed. And uh, Taylor, Taylor uh, I'll remember it in a second, Taylor something, it's the name of the bill. He uh, was killed, and so they passed this law to say that we are not going to fund anything where the money goes into the Taylor Force Act, that's what it is, to go into the funds of the Fakistinians. For them to pay these terrorists because we are still giving them money which is being paid to these terrorists so please contact your senator let him know that you're tired of this the house is asking them to do it and the Senate is sitting on their hands so Christian news today from W.A.F.B. Billy Graham's casket was hand built by inmates at Angola prison. His simple plywood casket, like my mother's, this is Franklin Graham writing it, was hand-built by convicted murderers at the Angola Prison in Louisiana about 12 years ago and seems to suit him. We have a Bible with him in the casket, and the casket is directly behind a pulpit. We felt this was symbolic since he stood behind a pulpit most of his life preaching the gospel. Billy Graham preached about heaven, wrote books about heaven. Now he is in heaven. His faith has become sight. Express. Armed gangs wipe out 15 villages in mass Christian slaughter in Nigeria. Dozens of people have been killed after the gangs ransack towns and villages to clear them all of aspects of the Christian faith. Houses belonging to believers have also been raised with authorities doing little to help. We hear all about what's going on in uh, Broward County. We don't hear anything about this on CNN, do we? Christians being murdered and slaughtered. A spokeswoman said one attack took place in broad daylight as people were about to go to church. The assailants chased and killed the villagers and burned down nine churches and many more houses. Christian persecution is a major problem in Nigeria, which has been exacerbated by the spread of radical Islamic teaching and practice. From the World Watch Monitor, China, 100 Christians sent to re-education camps in Xinjiang, In these camps, also known as study centers or mind transformation centers, they're taught how to be loyal to the communist ideology. Imagine this, imagine that these people have to go through this and we're sitting here happy and dumb and you know, watching Prophecy Updates and drinking Slurpees when we have people around the world that are actually being re-educated because of their Christian faith. Most of those detained are from the Uyghur ethnic minority and have a Muslim background. In recent years, the Uyghurs, they have been the prime targets of the government's anti-terror campaign, aimed at cracking down on both separatist groups and militant Islamists. But those who have converted to Christianity have also been caught up. A source told WWM that members of his church were sent to such a camp without knowing when they would come back. Some stayed there for a month, others for a half year or even longer. Re-education. Breitbart. Chinese pastors ordered to post signs on front of churches forbidding entry to minors. A new law has been passed in China. As part of its most recent clampdown on Christian churches... Chinese authorities have instructed priests and pastors to post signs on churches barring entry to minors. That breaks my heart immensely. You know that, Jim. I'm not a kid person. I love children when they're off at a distance, but I don't handle them well. My, uh, my children are 29, or I'm sorry, 30 and 30. Well, they're both 30 right now. No, wait. What, what month is it? Yeah, they're both 30 and 31. They, they overlap for a couple days. And uh, anyway, they started to become you know, useful to me as human beings about two years ago. I'm just I'm I'm not a I'm not a child person. I do love them. Don't get me wrong, but they know in the projects whenever the kids come out and their their faces will be just full of snot and stuff because you know and they come and they want to hug everybody. Go I hug take Jim. yeah. I say go hug Jim. I say Jim wants a hug. Uh, I'm not very nice. Yeah. Anyway, I do love children. Don't get me wrong. I'm I I just am not good around them. It's not. My, I could never have been a. a Children pastor. Yeah, no patience at all. Anyway, um, so uh, let's see here. Where was I? The instruction is part of a new set of communist party controlled regulations on religious activities that went into effect on February 1st and is aimed at preventing children and young people from getting religious instruction or taking an active part in Christian worship. Authorities have begun enforcing the government ban on minors in church in several regions, while forcing a number of Protestant house churches in Hainan province to close. The new regulations are an expansion of bans already tried out in certain regions. Chinese authorities stated that church attendance and religious instruction keep young persons from developing a correct worldview and set of values. What they're trying to do is end Christianity in one generation. That's what they're doing. From the Guardian, four titles. Some of these go back about a month or more, but I've been saving them for the Christian persecution section. Christians in Egypt face unprecedented persecution. We know that. Usama talks about it from the Christian Post Top 50 worst countries for Christians. They list them. I'm not going to list them, but 3,066 killed, six women sexually attacked every day because of their Christian faith. 3,066, right? And we sit in America and we think, oh, we, you know, the Lord will take us in the rapture before the ball drops. Nothing says that. This economy could collapse tomorrow and we could be in utter poverty in this nation for 10 years before the Lord comes. We don't know. There's nothing that exempts us in this nation, and probably there, there should be no exemption. We should be at the forefront of being punished for the way we treat God in this nation lately. But that's a different issue. From the Christian Post, Iraqi Christians in Jordan are being neglected by United Nations rights activists. Warren, okay, we've gone in there, they've had all that trouble, and they're neglecting the Christians. Guess what? Christian Post, Trump designates $55 million to help christians religious minorities rebuild in iraq u.n isn't helping our president is from christian headlines christian persecution is worse today than ever before when you think of the worst time in history for christian persecution perhaps you think of the roman Colosseum or the middle ages and reformation when christians were burned at the stake by the catholics many times what's his name john huss died there at the stake and uh, they have a, a tradition of doing these things for translating the Bible into the common language I talked to the doctor about this before Bible class what was it Wycliffe the morning star of the Reformation he died they dug up his bones and had a trial for him for uh, you know being anti-Catholic or whatever he translated the Bible into English right so anyway um, what may surprise you however is that a new report has shown that Christian persecution is actually worse today than ever before in history This increase in Christian persecution is in large part due to terrorist groups like ISIS in the Middle East and Boko Haram in Nigeria, which we just talked about. These groups particularly target Christians. Of the 13 countries where Christian persecution has been most severe, none of them have shown improvement in the past year except Saudi Arabia, where the situation was already so bad It could only scarcely get worse. Persecuted Christians from Iran to Indonesia to North Korea often feel forgotten by those in the West, especially because Western governments are not doing enough to provide them with aid. We've got it fat, dumb, and happy here. We think that we're immune for these things. Once again, we are not. From Islam today, Reuters, presidents of Russia, Turkey, and Iran to meet in April in Turkey. We've got three of the big players right in the Bible coming down against Israel. Meeting, RIA cites Kremlin. The three countries' foreign ministers are due to meet in Kazakhstan in two weeks to prepare the ground for an Istanbul summit in Syria. And from it's Shiva, Iran poised to replace ISIS across the Middle East. Does anybody think that this wasn't planned? We did a prophecy update a year and a half, maybe two years ago, where it was very well proved by Zero Hedge CIA informants and everybody else that the U.S. had a hand in forming ISIS, okay? Who was the president at the time? And what did he do with Iran? The deal, everything was pointing to this all coming about so that Iran could come in and take the place of ISIS, so that they could eventually go and wipe out Israel from the face of the earth. There is no doubt that our president and the people that he is aligned with had this. That's why Trump is so hated. It all comes back to his policy, particularly with Israel, especially. He is hated. He's, you know, supports Christians. They hate that. Go on down the line. They hate it. They hate it. They hate it. But this man is hated because he is doing things to undo what they have done. Public Security Minister Gilad Erdan warned that Iran is poised to supplant ISIS across Syria following the IS defeats over the past year and urged the U.S. to intervene to prevent Tehran from cementing its foothold in the war-torn state. Erdogan warned that while ISIS has been weakened militarily, Iran is positioning itself to reap the benefits. Iran will replace ISIS. There's a need for greater American involvement in making sure that Iran does not turn Syria into a puppet state. Every day that Iran entrenches itself in Syria brings war closer, and it brings Gog Magog closer, that war Without Western intervention, Syria would be dominated by Iran, leading to the establishment of a Shia crescent across the Middle East. There's no vacuum. If the U.S. chooses to not be a major player in shaping the future of Syria, then others will, and trust me, it won't be the democratically elected representatives of the Syrian people. The Islamic Republic will replace the IS and will try to set up Syrian Hezbollah made of Shia militias. No doubt about it. Why not? Netanyahu vows to hit Iran directly if necessary. Prime Minister Net- isn't this scary? Think of what's going on here. Prime Minister Netanyahu said that Israel would act against Iran, not just its allies in the Middle East, if needed, reiterating that Tehran was the world's greatest threat. Holding a piece of what he said was an Iranian drone after its incursion into Israeli airspace, he told the Munich Security Conference Israel will not allow the regime to put a noose of terror around our neck. We will act if necessary, not just against Iran's proxies, but against Iran itself. The nuclear deal, he argued, had unleashed a dangerous tiger in the region and beyond. Iran is devouring huge swaths of the Middle East through its Shiite proxies. Israel will continue to prevent Iran from establishing a permanent military presence in Syria and would continue to prevent it from crossing red lines. Iran's brazen action had literally reached new heights through the drone's penetration into Israeli territory, he said. So, why not? Iranian wrestler, I brought this up when he failed to uh, do his job, and here's the sentence. Iranian wrestler suspended after deliberately losing to avoid Israeli opponent. The UWW is suspended in Iranian wrestler Al-Iriza Karimi for six months after he deliberately lost the quarterfinal of his under 86 kilograms freestyle contest in some place i can't pronounce to avoid having to face an israeli opponent his coach received a 2 year suspension so here he is he doesn't want it's either he doesn't want to touch an israeli or he doesn't want to be beaten by one and so yeah that's that's what i think and so he threw his previous match and they knew he did it and they suspended him for 6 months i would have taken him out completely if you're not willing to participate as an athlete then you are no longer an Athlete. But there you go. That's what the result of that is from Fox. Taliban stung by an escalated U.S. military effort calls for dialogue. Remember, our president was saying, we're going to retreat on this day, at this hour, at this time, and after that, you can do whatever you want. And our new president came in and said, we are upping military power. We're going to pound these people like they can't believe they're calling for dialogue. The (laughs) Taliban in Afghanistan, under pressure from a stepped-up Trump admin military campaign, released a rambling letter to the American people calling for dialogue to end the prolonged Afghan war. Of course, the letter kept saying, we are offering this, and we're gracious, and that's nothing to do. With the letter came at a time when the U.S. has increased the pace of intensity of airstrikes in support of anti-insurgent ground and operations by Afghan forces. The effort is part of Trump's new strategy to break the military stalemate with the Taliban and push them to the negotiating table. Sounds like they want to get there quick mad from off the leash. Off the leash. Mad a mad dog is off the leash. That's right. News right. sky. Five women killed and shooting outside Russian church. Russian news agency TASS reported that the gunman was shot dead, good, by police after killing four worshippers and wounding four others in an attack in the town of Kizlyar. The gunman was armed with a hunting rifle and charged towards the church, shouting, of course, Allah Akbar. AMAK, the propaganda agency for Islamic State, claimed the group was behind the attack, although it did not offer any evidence. So they're, they're having the same problems in Russia. From Mongolia, Mongolia News... Xinhua Net says Mongolia, Argentina, Mongolia. Ar- we have somebody that's born in Argentina here. Visa-free agreement comes into force. Wow! Imagine all the way across the world, they now have visa-free travel. A visa-free travel agreement between Mongolia and Argentina came into force on February nineteenth. Do you have dual citizenship? Um. You okay? You don't want to mention that. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. Well, just so you know that they have free travel from Argentina for the Mongolians, and that's pretty interesting that they would make that uh, deal. So, uh, Mongolia and Argentina came into force, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs said Tuesday. The two governments signed the document on August 31st of 2017 in Busan, the Republic of Korea, in a bid to enhance bilateral relations. Under the agreement, Mongolian citizens will be allowed to stay up to 90 days in Argentina without a visa. Hey, good stuff. Daniel 12 Technology, LA Times. This is so scary. We did this a while ago with voice and video. It's gotten much, much better, and you can do it on a handphone now. Fake videos are on the rise. As they become more realistic, seeing shouldn't always be believing. All it takes is a single selfie. From that static image, one selfie of a person, an algorithm can quickly create a moving, lifelike avatar, a video not recorded, but fabricated from the whole cloth by software. With more time, Pinscreen, the LA startup behind the technology believes its renderings will become so accurate that they will defy reality. You won't be able to tell, said Hao Li, a leading researcher on computer-generated video at USC who founded Pinscreen in 2015. With further deep-learning advancements, especially on mobile devices, we'll be able to produce completely photoreal avatars in real time. This is really scary. The technology is a triumph of computer science that highlights the gains researchers have made in deep neural networks, complex algorithms that loosely mimic the thinking of the human brain. What used to take a sophisticated Hollywood production company weeks could be accomplished in seconds by anyone with a smartphone. You want to get somebody in trouble at school? Look at what I saw him doing. And it's not even real, right? Mail online. Google tests a smart reply robot that will chat to your friends so that you can keep on top of your social life without the effort. So it just answers. They send you a a text. I may buy a cell phone now because I, I won't ever have to answer it. It'll just say, yeah, I'm having a great day. We'll talk to you later. And yeah, the reply uses artificial intelligence to suggest responses to the messages you receive. Just put it on auto and Answer away, folks. Mail on. I will never buy a cell phone, so that that, that might have been a pipe dream, but it's not going to happen. Mail online. Can't face cremation? I got some cremation things in here. One here, and a couple coming later. Uh, remember, I brought up bio cremation, where they melted people um, not long ago. I'll talk about that again, but a can't face cremation, try a 200 degree deep freeze funeral with your remains pulverized into powder, which is actually a great idea if you think about it. eco friendly alternative deep freezes bodies before turning them into powder. In cryomation, bodies are bathed with pure liquid nitrogen and cooled to minus 192 degrees centigrade. In a, chilling, in a chilling twist, little pun there, on the phrase dust to dust, Funerals could soon end with a loved one's remains being frozen to that degree and pulverized into powder. The process has parallels with cremation, but without the harmful emissions and pollutants. You know, you got mercury in your teeth that goes out in the atmosphere. You won't have that anymore. Particles are then freeze-dried to remove moisture. Filters remove any medical implants like hips and knees, and uh, we'd have a whole pile of them if they did this (laughs) church right over there. Um, Hip replacements, teeth fillings, and the... Teeth fillings, got one right here. Then the result is a pile of coffee-colored granules that can be buried in a narrow biodegradable tube. So, kind of interesting. Can yeah. They, yeah. In a What's, What's that? Can they put them in a K-cup? Uh, yeah, put them in a little cup, a K-cup. A, K-cup. a K-cup. I don't know what a K-cup is. Coffee. Oh, coffee, coffee. cup, yes, a little K-cup. Little, yeah, yeah. Um, it's called cryo, cryomation. Cryo. Yeah, cryomation. Okay, revelation <laughs> plagues. I entitled this, Oh Rats, from PJ Media. Paris rat population swarms to six million, three for every man, woman, and child. Not long ago, a horrified sanitation worker filmed a pile of rats in a garbage bin. The video went viral and shined a light on the issue that has recently been plaguing the City of Lights. Estimates put the number of rats between four and six million. The rodents are becoming more aggressive and less timid and are now appearing in popular tourist areas. Some concerned mayors in the areas surrounding the city fear that rats are becoming resistant to the poisons intended to kill them. The mirror, mutant super rats immune to poisons set to invade the United Kingdom and plague British homes. So they're just taking the swim across to England and they're gonna take them over too. The discovery of the mutant gene has left some scientists fearing a massive population spike in the vermin population. A University of Reading report identified the huge extent of the mutation dubbed L120Q in rats across the whole of central southern England. The British Pet Control Association said the study highlights the fact that resistance is growing in rat species across a swath of the country. Rats without the genetic mutation are being killed off by poison, so the resistant species are taking their place, leaving a growing population of resistant Purebreds, With their numbers expanding, there could be a significant risk to public health, revelation plagues, if their population is left unchecked in both urban and rural environments. Okay, enough of rats. I have one more. I'm only going to read you the title. This was a very, very interesting article. I would hope that if you actually read that you would go to Zero Hedge and look up this article. How to Kill 300,000 Americans and Get Away With It. If someone wanted to kill 300,000 Americans and get away with it, they could not have accomplished it more effectively than our government has accomplished it with the opioid epidemic. And they justify how they've done it, 16 steps, and it is well worth the read. Zero Hedge, if you forget the title, just watch the video and I'll say it again, how to kill the 300,000 Americans and get away with it, and then you can go look it up. My recommendation, and this is for everybody that watches the Prophecy Update and all of their families, if you go to the hospital and you are checked into the hospital and you have to have surgery or if you have to have your brain replaced or whatever, you want to tell them no opioids. We have somebody in this church that went in and had opioids administered and that person got addicted to them, okay? And it was very, very difficult and very uh, wearing on the body to get off of that, We need to be exceedingly careful to not take opioids, even one. You go in there and you say, give me something else, no opioids. There is a agenda here and I'm not a conspiracy theorist this is well laid out and it is it's proven true I I think I told I don't think I said on a prophecy update but I know I told the Bible class I was at 7-Eleven taking out the garbage as I do every day and a guy walked up to me and he said I need to know where I can get something and I said what do you want and I'm thinking he wants a prostitute or something he's out on siesta key and he says "Um, well you know I need something and I said what do you what do you want he says well he says I said do you want marijuana He said, no stronger. And finally he got to it, he says, I need opioids. He said, I was in the hospital, I was administered these and I cannot get off of them and I feel like I'm dying right now. And I prayed with him, I said, let's pray about this and you know, he went off and went looking for his opioids but this guy did not intend to do it and he wasn't gonna tell his family. I got so convicted after talking to him that I went driving around looking for him to tell him, you need to tell your family. Because if you don't, you're going to squander away all of your life, everything, and they're not going to know what's going on, and they're going to leave you, you're going to get a divorce, but they will support you if you tell them. I should have had the, the sense to tell them that at the time, but if you have an addiction, you need to tell somebody, not hide it, because it's never going to get better on your own. You need Christ, and you need support. So no opioids. All right, we're going to go on morality today from the Christian Post. Kansas GOP affirms God's design for gender, opposes transgender identity. This is the Kansas GOP. When I went around the states in 2010, I went to all the capitals and preached at them, and I went through the capitals and took pictures of stuff. Kansas capitol has pictures of the Kansas people, the representatives and senate, They were all carrying guns at one point in their history because they were not going to take any nonsense. And so they have their entire House of Representatives standing there with guns. These people are still the salt of the earth, you know, middle of the America. They're supporting this God's design for for us is normal gender, not transgender. The Republican Party in the state of Kansas moved to affirm God's design for gender as determined by biological sex, not self-perception. The Republican Party's state committee in the Sunflower State passed a resolution on human sexuality at the state Republican convention over the weekend that states direct opposition of all efforts to validate transgender identity. Sunflower State. Look, I got sunflowers today. I didn't even think of it. Okay? The uh, resolution not only, they had more sunflowery sunflowers than those, but those were prettier, so I got those. The resolution not only affirms God's design for gender, but also expresses opposition to hormone therapy and surgical methods to help transgender people alter their bodies to match their perceived gender identity. CNN. Judge gives grandparents custody of Ohio transgender teen. If you haven't read Drudge, then you don't know this, or maybe you saw it somewhere else, but a Hamilton County, Ohio judge... Gave custody of a transgender teen to his grandparents rather than his parents, allowing them to make medical decisions regarding his transition. The parents did not want the teen, a 17-year-old who identifies as a male, to undergo hormone treatment and refuse to call him by his chosen name. These parents want their daughter. And the judge took this child away and gave it to the grandparents because they will let it be insane. The parents wanted custody in order to make medical decisions for the teen and prohibit the treatment of his medical team had recommended. Judge Sylvia Hendon's ruling says that in addition to receiving custody, the grandparents can petition to change the child's name in probate. The teen will now be covered by the grandparents' insurance. The grandparents, rather than parents, will be the ones to help make medical decisions for the child going forward. Can you imagine what's happening? It's crazy. The what? Where, where is the That was, where was it? Hang on a sec. It was Ohio, Hamilton County, Ohio. Mail online, outrage as dementia patient. They said this was going to happen, and it's been happening. It's going to happen in Canada very soon. Outrage as dementia patient who never asked to die is euthanized at the request of the family in Belgium patient whose identity was not disclosed with, because the family is too shame. Sh- they just don't want their, their wicked deeds to be exposed. Was euthanized at the family's request. Dementia sufferer in Belgium lacked the mental capacity to ask for euthanasia. And so they just killed him. Other news. Natural news. Here it comes. Number two. New recycling technology is actually... Cannibalism. I'm reading this because it's not true. I want everybody to know this. It's crazy. No, I mean, they're, they're making this claim. If you read things on the internet, don't always believe what you read. Okay, Natural News is one of those sites that I get some information from, and quite often their commentaries are out there. This is one of them. I was in wastewater for 20-some years. Okay, I know what happens with wastewater. This is not true, but I'm reading it to you so that you know. Okay, this goes back to that prophecy update that I referred to on bio-cremation. Dead people are liquefied, drained into city sewers, and then dumped on food crops as biosludge. A new recycling technology called biocremation liquefies the dead. True. Then dumps their liquid remains into the city sewers where solid wastes are collected. That is true. They're collected as biosludge to be dumped on food crops. That is untrue. Okay, when you get embalmed, What do you think they do with the blood? Save it in a vial and, you know, bury you with it? No. It goes right down into the wastewater system. I used to work in a mortuary in Japan. I know that. Al, yes. Al goes, oh, I could tell you some great stories about that. That was fun. Anyway, yeah, every time a dead body got shipped in from all over Asia to Japan, I'd be there to help them do the embalming, and I I really enjoyed it. I didn't do the active work because, oh, yeah, the first, I won't get into it. Anyway, we'll talk about that after the update. Anyway, um... What happens is that blood goes in there. (laughs) Everything biodegrades. Do you think that when somebody dies in battle out in the field, that somebody comes and picks up that body? I'm talking about in the Middle Ages, and all of a sudden the food doesn't have human... No, those people were buried right there when they died in battle. As a matter of fact, there was a battle uh, recorded in uh, France... It was such a bloody battle, so many people died, they said they had bumper crops for three years afterward from the blood and bone that had sunk into the ground. This is part of human life, but what happens is when something goes into the system, okay, when it goes into the system, it goes through a wastewater process, and it is very involved. We got a wastewater operator right here, okay? I worked with him for years at two plants. Hi, Brian. Anyway, um, when it comes in, it is whatever it is when it comes in. It can be a carrot or it can be a whatever, okay? When it goes out, it is completely biodegraded. It is... A, a quick process of what happens in the ground over years and years I mean it's very quick there are giant tanks they're aerated and then the air, air is taken out of them the nitrogen is removed the phosphorus is removed I mean we we go through all kinds of processes so that at least at that plant because it discharges into Sarasota Bay that water is as pure as a river going out it is wonderfully pure okay? better than what comes out of your tap I would imagine but uh, other plants aren't treated as much because then it's applied on land and they want to leave in the uh, the uh, you know the nitrogen and the other compounds so that it'll help things grow but just so you know this is not true I wanted if you've read this because a lot of prophecy people will hear this somewhere it's not true okay the crops in turn after they're claiming that your body is put on the crops are fed back to humans as part of the mainstream food supply and a shocking true story that's the matrix and the soil and part. a company based in Smith Falls, Ontario, has devised a bio-cremation system that is an eco-friendly alternative to flame-based cremation or casket burials. Everything ends up back in the ground again. Everything. Okay, when you cremate somebody, guess what? It rains and down they come. Everything comes back to nature in one way or another, but this is not true. Don't listen to this kind of stuff. It is not Soylent Green. Soylent Green is people. Do, did anybody see the movie? Okay, you did. the very end of the movie, last thing Charlton Heston says, is Soylent Green is people, and it was. They had taken bodies and literally turned them into food. Okay, it's an old movie, but a good one. CNN, here's another one for you, and this is the last one. This is a little less gross. It's actually a neat idea. The biodegradable burial pod that turns your body into a tree. Okay, Instead of having uh, cremation and instead of having a tomb or bio-cremation or cryo-cremation, you can now be converted into a tree. It's very interesting. Your carbon footprint doesn't end in the grave. We know that. While you rest in peace, the wood, synthetic cushioning and metals generally used in traditional coffins, as well as the concrete around the reinforced graves, continue to litter the earth. Italian designers might have a solution. They call it Capsula Mundi, the world's capsule, okay, in Latin. It's an egg-shaped, organic casket that's suitable for ashes, too. Once buried, the biodegradable plastic shell breaks down and the remains provide nutrients to a sapling planted right above it. The designers are launching the first version of their product, which is for ashes only. A later model will be suitable for bodies, to be encapsulated in the fetal position. Bacteria in the soil will first break down the bioplastic, then the ashes generally come into contact with the soil without changing its chemical balance too dramatically. Because the body will purge within a year, the nutrients are released into the soil quite quickly, so a decently sized tree planted on top would be key. Capturing the nutrients is also important to protect Groundwater. It's a good idea. It's what happened to those people in battle. It's what happens in nature. And you can have a tree planted in your honor at the same time. Make a coconut tree for me, okay? (laughs) Weasel zippers. Ohio sheriff takes stopping school shootings into his own hands. This is an Ohio sheriff, offers free concealed carry classes for teachers. Good job. According to the Butler County Sheriff's Office Facebook page, the 50 offered slots were filled with 20 minutes of Jones's announcement. All of them. Everybody wanted it. I want to be able to defend my children in school. Good job. From Fox, Colorado State Representative, Columbine Survivor pushes to end gun-free zones in schools. Good job. Colorado House Minority Leader Patrick Nelville, who was a Columbine High School sophomore at the time of the 1999 mass shooting, is pushing legislation that he says would protect students by getting rid of gun restrictions in schools. He has introduced the bill annually since he was elected in 2014, and because he's in the minority, they won't pass it. Previous attempts have been turned down. Time and time again, we point to the one common theme with mass shootings, they occur in gun-free zones, Neville told the Times. From Breitbart, this was back in October of last year, but I wanted to remind you of the peanut head-itis of our California governor. Jerry Brown signs bill ensuring teachers cannot shoot back if attacked. (laughs) If they were to shoot back while being attacked, they would be arrested because that's the brain pan of the liberals. They want what happens in these schools to happen so that they can deny people of their rights. That is the agenda here. Mail online. Switzerland becomes the first country to make boiling lobsters illegal because they feel pain. Yes, the law will force restaurants to render lobsters unconscious before killing them. Well, you you gotta talk to it, you gotta pet it, and you gotta woo it to sleep, I guess, I don't know. Swiss Swiss authorities recommend electrocuting or stabbing them with a knife. Okay. Yeah. Changes come as Britain prepares to make similar amendments to the lobster rules. Okay, Britain is following suit. They'll be next. Um, Just so you know, Abortion is legal in both of those countries. Yeah, right. So, yeah. do, they, do they say you have to shock the kid to sleep before you kill it? I mean, I don't know, but mm-hmm. it, there's no thought process at all in the liberal mind, nope. zero. Nope. There's no, th- just go online and read their articles. Read their, their comments on your well thought out articles. Okay, I got a lesser for you. This is based on cryomation. Will you burn, will you freeze? Now your choice. Once you're dead, you will have not a voice. You can still be around, turned into frozen ground, yet in heaven, it won't matter, rejoice. <laughs> I said that to Brian because every time Brian says goodbye to you, the last thing you'll ever hear him say is, rejoice. So I, I even told Les that when he wrote this, I laughed out loud and I said, Brian, I hope he's at church on Sunday. Rejoice. Okay, irony and odd. I entitled this termination point. I have three for you today. The first one is long. It's odd. Okay, it's not irony. It's ironic, but it's odd, okay? It's from the Babylon Bee, just so you know. The Babylon Bee is a spoof site. It is a spoof. But I'm going to read this for a very particular reason. Is because I loved Billy Graham, as most people in this place did. Most people thought that he was a great evangelist and a man of God. Post that on Facebook and see how you get torn apart by Christians that believe everything they read on the internet. Yes. Babylon B, man criticizing Billy Graham has never preached gospel one single time upon the news of Billy Graham's passing away at 99 Wednesday morning local man John Everly took the opportunity to criticize the man's preaching theology and methodology Everly has not shared the good news of Jesus Christ with a single person in his entire life multiple sources confirmed In a lengthy blog post hot off the presses Wednesday, the man was able to point out 47 different flaws with Graham's delivery, calling the famous preacher's messages shallow, man-centered, and wishy-washy, while he himself had never attempted to bring a single person to Christ. Also concerning to the blogger were two or three specific sentences uttered by Graham in the 60 years his words were being recorded, for which Everly refused to offer Graham the benefit of the doubt despite the late evangelist's lifetime of preaching the gospel to live audiences of more than 200 million people at publishing time sources had confirmed that both of Everly's parents and all four of his grandparents Had been converted to Christ at a Billy Graham crusade. So it's funny. It's funny But it is also very sad how imbeciliotic and I made that word up just now Christians can be You know what, they read something on the internet that he's part of the Illuminati. Why do you think this happened? It goes back to something like Billy Graham saying, well, I use the King James Version for preaching. I heard him say that in one of his crusades, but I also read other versions and let them go ballistic and start saying bad things about Billy Graham. And then this group that has a little pet peeve about calling people, he would call people forward, right? Let's make a commitment to Christ, and they condemn him for that. The pen and pulpit came out with this long article this week about how people were led down a false gospel because of Billy Graham, right? How many people weren't saved? As if he is responsible for all of those people in that auditorium that come, forgetting that tens of thousands came forward. I can't tell you how many personal friends I know that met Jesus Christ in a Billy Graham crusade, Mm -hmm. and yet they find every little nitpicky thing to say, well, this wasn't a man of God because. I was in that fundamental independent Baptist church down the road here for a couple years and I mentioned Billy Graham one time and a guy we were in the bathroom and I was washing my hands and he says I don't like Billy Graham he doesn't tell them afterward he always says you know go to church on Sunday remember that he said he doesn't tell him to go to an independent fundamental Baptist church (laughs) that was his answer no I'm absolutely serious little pet peeves will ruin your joy in Christianity I had my fill of it on Facebook this week mail online here's something ironic Remember, this is termination point. Billy Graham's termination point. Well, here's two more. Boyfriend falls to his death from a bridge after jumping for joy when his girlfriend said yes to his marriage proposal. That's ironic. Okay, and then one more termination point. Coconut explodes in a coffin sending fear through crematorium staff as mourners are urged to not slip items in with their dead relatives. They put a a coconut in there and the thing exploded and it scared them all. So termination point. Such is the world we live in. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett. This is the Superior Word and that is your Prophecy Update for the week.